And shout out to my doers, go-getters, and get-donners. This is the Cuss Podcast, serving up inspiration and motivation, one quote, one story, and one cup at a time. All right, all right. (laughs) You guys got me sounding like good old Matthew McConaughey. But side note, if you haven't seen Dazed and Confused, go check it out. Definitely a favorite of mine. But anyways, welcome back. You know what I found to be a double-edged sword when it comes to getting out of that rut? These 30-day challenges. I'm curious to know, have you ever done one of these? It could be a keto challenge, 30-day no-junk food challenge, drink a gallon of water a day challenge, or maybe a push-up or sit-up challenge. Regardless of the challenge, I have a love-hate relationship for them. And we will get into that in a second. But first off, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Cuffs Podcast. The Cups is not the Cups without you guys. So continue sharing this show with your friends, family, and colleagues, and let's continue to grow this thing. Feel free to check us out on Instagram at the underscore Cups. That's where we're most active. So feel free to interact with us, show us some love, or hit us up in the DMs for questions, helpful tips, or anything you feel will fill your cup. And as always, cheers up to the Cups, and let's hop into it. Okay. So we were talking about my love-hate relationship for these 30-day challenges. Now, don't get me wrong. I love them to a degree because usually around the second to third month in the year, the fire that sparks most motivation that we had in January is either fading or has already been extinguished. I don't know about you guys, but living here in Indiana during the winter season puts an extra helping of a lack of inspiration, for me at least, as I'm moving through my daily goals. One way I look at combating these seasonal blues is by initiating some sort of challenge. Around the beginning of the spring, I usually do a program called 75 Hard. And if you don't know what 75 Hard is, I'll more than likely be dropping an episode that talks about it in the future, but in the meantime, Google it and check out the pioneer who started the Live Hard program, Andy Frazilla, who is someone I avidly follow. So I definitely recommend that. But I enjoy using challenges as a way to refocus and re-energize my goals and expectations for the year. It also is a way to sort of press that reset button and balance both my mental and physical health. So in a sense, these challenges are a great way to get back on track but they don't tend to keep you there. The idea behind a challenge is that there is always a stopping point, an expiration date, a deadline, meaning you are willing to put in the work for now because down the road you won't have to. Challenges feel more like things you check off a list and forget about instead of consistent habits that take place your entire life. The best analogy I can think of is this. Let's say you're broken down the side of the road because your car battery is out of juice and your alternator needs to be replaced. You can get someone to jump your car and get the battery going, but down the road, the spark will vanish and you'll have to get a jump again unless you fix the bigger issue, which is the alternator that keeps that battery charged. While these little health and fitness challenges are a great start and get you going, once you have completed it, What is stopping you from breaking down on the side of the road again with a dead battery? You need to agree internally that it isn't the challenge you need, but an adjustment to your lifestyle. 
We don't just want to recharge the battery. We want to completely repair the issue. Challenges will get you moving in the right direction, but how we live daily after that will determine our personal growth. So how do we transition from a challenge to habits that shift our lifestyle in a positive way? It starts with our mentality. Now that we have differentiated between a challenge and lifestyle, we make the transition by doing the following. Start with the challenge, whatever it may be, but ask yourself, what can I take from this into my daily routines? Fad dieting and a stint of intense training won't cut it when it comes to creating great habits that last. Pick something that you believe lines up with your personal goals and are traits you want to pick up as habits. For example, if you're looking to lose weight, Don't just rely on the 30-day weight loss challenge. Instead, pick up a program that is relative to what you want and has habits and routine traits you want to establish in your daily living. Recently, for religious purposes, I participated in the Daniel Fast, which is a strict diet and prayer regimen. Basically, I couldn't eat anything with caffeine or sugar in it, and all my main food items had to be natural and come from seeds. This meant I was eating a lot of beans and peanuts for three weeks and, of course, drinking a lot of water. Besides my religious reasons for participating in this fast, it was also a great challenge to detox my body, make conscious food choices, while also focusing on my mental health through meditation and prayer. Throughout the three weeks, I didn't look at it simply as a dieting challenge, but had a goal in mind to create a better habit of finding time to pray, meditate, and learning to resist the urge to stop at any fast food spot in my proximity. Maybe you're trying to find a way to eat better, or perhaps drink more water. I know during my 75 Hard program, I was required to drink a gallon of water each day as a task. Not only have I adopted that habit to my daily schedule, another one I have started doing has been daily cold showers from a challenge I started at the beginning of this year. The point is, it's not just about completing the challenge but take something from it and add it to your daily rituals. The traditional belief is that it takes between three weeks to 30 days to form a new habit. The typical 30-day challenge is a great start, but it is up to you to ingrain these new tendencies into the way that you live. Another thing to consider is a lot of us think we need to go balls to the walls and to the absolute extremes. I know I tend to do that too often, When really, I encourage you to start small and build your way up. Similar to a chain smoker slowly cutting themselves off, pack by pack, cigarette by cigarette, I want you to find something you want to improve in your life and create a way to alter the bad habit. Maybe you drink too much coffee or one too many Mountain Dews. Or maybe you want to drink less alcohol on the weekdays. You know, this is really cool when you have real-life testimonies because my partner in crime and producer of the Cuss podcast has had a goal to limit unhealthier beverages and begin working out more, and he started with small triggers. He has challenged himself to not eat past a certain time in the evening, while also limiting the sugary and alcoholic beverages throughout the week. Now, this is a great start. And once he completes this challenge, it is up to him to continue doing the small things that will eventually make it second nature. And I'm super proud of him. So cheers up to you, Joey. But take the time to think about the small ways you can incorporate really specified challenges to a point where they turn into everyday coincidences. 
Speaking of my man taking on a better lifestyle, having someone in your corner to do the challenges with you can help you go even further past the quote-unquote 30 days. There's an old African proverb that states, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Doing it by yourself may be great when you're completing these short-term challenges. But we aren't in the business of just short-term. We want life-altering, paradigm-shifting, long-lasting, high-performing practices that are going to take us the distance. And the best way to do that is to do it with others. So find that mentor or coach, someone who's going to help hold you accountable and keep you on track. For those who are up for putting in that work, I highly encourage you to hire a coach or someone who can prep your meals, manage your workouts, and keep you on track. And for everyone else, I still encourage getting a coach. But for starters, find a best friend, a girlfriend, or boyfriend, perhaps a colleague at work. It doesn't matter as much of who it is as it pertains to what they can do for you as a support system. Find your accountability group. There are so many Facebook and social media groups all about maximizing your lifestyle, breaking old habits, forming new ones, and participating in challenges. Find the accountability group and partners that fit you right and stick with them even after you've completed the challenges. And my last piece of advice is this. It may take you a couple times trying the same challenge or variation of the challenge over and over. I failed the 75 hard program the first time. I completed it on my second attempt but backslid into my old physical and mental habits. It wasn't until the third time I stopped looking at it as a temporary test and more of a daily endurance task, growing me in more ways for the long term. So don't stop doing the challenges, but from now on, attack them with intention and approach it with the understanding that what you are doing now will create a trend toward your best self. This is more than a challenge. It's a lifestyle. This has been The Cups. Peace. The Cups Podcast is written and created by Justin Davis, accompanied with music and production by Joey Mancardi. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram for new episodes, along with other updates and giveaways at the underscore cups. (laughs) 